0: Hospitals and health organizations today face so many challenges, and many of those affect the bottom line. One presiding factor in all of this is how patients feel about their level of service, and that's why it's critical to talk about the patient experience. Talking with Mary Emily Wood, uh, my coworker, my colleague, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about something we talked about last podcast when I interviewed her about culture. That was a good interview, so I want to I want to um, I wanna ask some more questions because culture, good culture. You got to have a culture to do, to have a good patient experience. And Mary Emily, you're passionate about an organization's culture, especially as it relates to ours. And we're in partnership with so many healthcare providers. The goal of this podcast is really to encourage people and share things that will help them have exceptional patient experience, and to make that a goal. But during one of the planning sessions we recently had, you said a word on corporate culture that really got my attention. And you said, "Being an inclusive place." Tell me what why that is important for our team and for our clients too.
1: Ah, oh, John, thank you so much again for having me back. I love talking about culture. We could, I mean, we could record a yeah, hundred yeah, podcasts yeah, yeah, about yeah. it. Because and I just, we might just
0: end up doing that one of these days. I you know? mean, the culture tour. Yeah. We'll just go with The on. culture tour 2019.
1: That's right. So you touched on inclusivity, and it's so true because to me, at the core of culture is inclusivity. So it's vital to the success of shaping and forming a corporate culture. I have had the privilege of being a part of the culture shift within our organization over the past couple years, and I'm honored, and it's constantly sharpening that sword. But the base of that sword is inclusivity. So last time we spoke, I talked about empowering those who are called to lead. And the most important quality of a leader is the willingness to always be a student of -hmm. those around you. Yeah leading doesn't simply mean taking charge and doing whatever you think is best it's about using your ears to shape what your mouth is going to say yeah look around at your organization at our organization and it is highly unlikely that you're working alongside duplicate copies of yourself
0: definitely not
1: thank goodness right yeah
0: oh my god yeah (laughs) i thought oh yeah yeah you're right
1: (laughs) It is so important to remember and to listen to and include all the various personalities, lifestyles, belief systems, everything that makes up your employee demographic. This is your baseline of inclusivity. Yeah. As we live and work in an ever-changing world, as you know, employers have to keep up with these changes. Yeah. To truly foster the culture of acceptance and inclusivity you have to anticipate and then accommodate for. Yeah. So you're right. Inclusivity is so important. But to truly be an organization of inclusivity, you have to foster a feeling of safety.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: When employees don't feel safe, they will never engage in your efforts, no matter how hard you try. You can keep leading those horses to water. <laughs> yeah. But if that's not the water they drink, right.
0: they're not going to drink
1: it. They're going to be thirsty. Yeah. Safety and inclusivity are almost synonymous in these instances. Yeah. Because you can't have one without the other. Yeah. When leadership implements and exemplifies safety and inclusivity, your efforts will be received, acknowledged, and engaging for your employees. And we know that happy employees lead to a great patient experience.
0: Right. Everybody... Doesn't see eye to eye with me. Everybody does not have the faith, values that I stand with or believe in.
1: And that's okay. And
0: that's okay. Yes. And I love them. They're they're. I admire. So. I learn from them. You yes. know. And um, sometimes I learn how arrogant I can be. It's humbling. It is humbling. Mm -hmm. And then it, which leads me to say, I'm not a very inclusive person.
1: Well, that's a tough pill to swallow. But more importantly, that they don't see eye to eye with you, it's that your heart is open enough to see how they see. Yeah. Not that you will all of a sudden abandon what you believe in, but that you are open minded and open hearted enough to see what they see. Yeah. And to include them in the conversation, whatever that conversation may be. Yeah. Because culture, as we know, is really just an ongoing conversation about how to be inclusive. And happy, engaged employees are going to be invested in your organization. And they will mirror their own happiness onto the health system's patients. Yes. Onto the customers of your business. Yeah. Those ripples of inclusivity and a positive corporate culture will impact your patients and customers in an equally positive yes, way. Yes. So, inclusivity it really is the roots of the tree. Yeah. You know?
0: I want to throw in another question. What have we done in our company to, I won't say to be inclusive, but to accommodate for other people?
1: Oh, gosh. You know, even as a Christian-based organization, I feel that we don't alienate anybody for their beliefs. Right. We are open-minded enough to accept any walk of life, and we don't exclude those via promotion, um, you know, involvement in our committees. You know, you can come and outreach with us. We don't care what faith walk you walk. Yeah. Even if it's not, you know, in line with what our owners believe. Yeah. right. We still love you for it. Yeah. You know, we're not turning anybody away. Yeah. You know, you can walk down, and you can attest to this, you can walk down our hallways, everybody's doors are open. Yes. We are, you know, communicating with each other, we are fostering a sense of community, we're all eating in the same lunchroom. You know, a lot of times there are separate subgroups within a workplace, and you'll have that anywhere, but we're all coming together. You yeah. know, we have floor-wide, company-wide meetings yeah. which we all stand around and acknowledge and praise and, yeah. you know, yeah. hoot and holler and just have you a great time. Holler, yeah. And holler yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you come in and you bust the doors wide open, you roll golf balls down the hallway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that actually started from a lady that did back in my hospital days.
1: Oh, see, her ripples have lived on through they you. They
0: did, and really, yes. you know, I would find a broom in my office. What? But <laughs> just at the men most it started with golf balls but then it went to oranges and um if it rolls finally one day it was a watermelon oh mercy so it it it, it rippled down but i just you know you want to loosen people up and you do and that person we loved her you never could tell what, what you would find and we always laughed that's and, awesome. Uh, yeah. and that's she awesome. I understand she's still rolling those golf balls.
1: Good for her. Yeah. I hope it never stops. Yeah. and I hope when she does retire, somebody else continues that. That's right. Because that's part of their culture.
0: That's right. And she's going to retire soon. You know, and something, we partner, uh, PRC partners with Corporate Chaplains of America. Yes. And they uh, actually provide a chaplain for our employees. He's uh, amazing. He is amazing. And he has helped... Um, a lot of people in a lot of different situ- yes. situations.
1: Mostly uh, unspoken. Yes. Which is.
0: Yes. Yes. And um, one thing he does for our companies, he leads a, some people, I, I like it, what some people call it church. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have church today. They have church today. But, and they get
2: so excited yeah,
1: about church. Yeah, yeah.
0: And it's just a little 15, 20-minute Bible study, and it's a chance for those who want to attend to be able to attend, Yes. and I've noticed by accommodating, you know, maybe Bible study is not your thing. Yeah, and we've had lunch and learns. Yes, from uh, some great people that Amazing. have helped us. But it Mary Kay Hunt. Yeah, and it's yeah. not a. It wasn't. A, it wasn't yeah. a Bible study. It was a transform yourself. Yes, not meeting. Yes, so we we provide that accommodation, and everybody's included. Yes.
1: Well,
0: you know, I heard a client tell me one time when they were in a hospital, I said, how's it going on your new, uh, your new gig working for a hospital? She said, this is such a toxic mm-hmm. place. And that really troubled me. Um, that really, really troubled me because she had gone into that. And um, it can be a weak chain in the business or the healthcare provider. So how do we keep that toxic culture from happening? Let's just call it toxicity. Okay. How do we keep that from happening?
1: Well, we all know how that expression goes about the apple, yeah, the bad apple, and yeah. what happens to the rest of the bunch. Yeah. I was just talking about safety. Uh-huh. And oftentimes those negative, as you call, toxic employees, are simply employees that don't feel heard or safe within their own position. Yeah. It could be their position, their department, you know, their leadership, their ideas. You know, being unsafe can lend itself to being negative. Yeah. How wonderful would it be instead of trying to overshadow that toxic energy by throwing positive at it Mm -hmm. by just, like I've said before, softening your heart and opening your ears to maybe what could be going on, listening to their seeds of uncertainty. And what if they were empowered to create a change that they saw needed to happen? Mm -hmm. They could then become your biggest allies of culture. Yeah, right, right. If you just sat down and said, hey, what's going on? I feel your vibe. I see what's happening what's going on and they may be able to tell you exactly what's going on or they could say you know I just don't know I just feel like every time I walk in the door just a burden and then that you start peeling back those layers and finding out what they're unsafe about what they're unhappy about you know are their ideas not being heard do they have you know somebody who is really putting undue pressure on them do they feel that they maybe love the company but the job the title they're in just isn't working out for them you know it's just bothering their spirit you know it what if we could just empower those negative toxic employees as you call them or toxicity the environment and just really level with them say hey we hired you and it was great and we felt a connection and we thought you'd be great for this job but maybe we both had a misstep what what do you see needing to change yeah nobody has all the answers
0: see I like that because we tend to say toxic person Send them home. Right. Fire them. Yes. You know,
1: We're so ready to give up on them.
0: Yeah. It doesn't I'm, have to be that way. I say sometimes that may have to happen. Yes. But give them a chance.
1: Tell to them talk. you believe in them. Yes. Tell them that they're hurt. Show them that they are safe enough yeah. Yeah. to really tell you what's happening. Because not everybody has all the answers, and there's not one person that knows everything that's happening even top leadership doesn't know exactly what's happening every moment and every inch of their healthcare system of their business yeah create that that sense of safety where they can say whatever they need to and then if they see that change needs to be made think about implementing it
2: yeah yeah
1: you know some of our greatest suggestions for culture have come from where our suggestion box yes yes People will tell you what they need if you just listen.
2: Yeah,
0: and, and and you look at them and think, why didn't we do this? Duh. Yeah, right. duh. Why did we yes. not do? We should have had this wrapped up a long time and ago. And it's
1: almost embarrassing. It's like, well, of yeah. course. Of course. Why did we
0: think of this? Sure. You know? Sure.
1: But you know, everybody's busy. Everybody's got a million things on their plate. Yeah. So. Susie may have a really great idea. It may just be wrapped up in a really crappy package because she doesn't feel like she can say her great yeah. ideas. Yeah. So, yeah, you have the potential in a great culture to turn that toxic energy around into an opportunity. Yeah. For ch- A catalyst, as yeah. Mary Kay would yes, say. Yes, Mary Kay, a catalyst for change. Kay- Mary Kay, you are with us today. Yeah. A catalyst for change.
0: I know Mary Kay emailed me a few weeks ago love her and say so, yes and she said I'm a catalyst for change uh, today this is on a Saturday she had responded to one to one of my podcast no, excuse me uh, blog entries and said I am a catalyst for change today in clearing out clutter nope. and I picked up the phone and called her and said you just I just <laughs> makes me want a gag you know. <laughs> Because I know, you just reminded me, yeah, I need to be a catalyst for change clean clean out my culture. But, um, yeah, it's a catalyst for change. Yes. Do you think culture is a mindset? You and I have talked about this before.
1: See, and I, I'm going to go back to a podcast you and I just did where I was interviewing you, and I talked about the difference between a mindset and a heart song. Mm-hmm. Because you're right, you can read all the books you want to on culture and leadership and all the values that you should and shouldn't have, and you can should and shouldn't all over somebody else or yourself. But I feel it has to be a heart song because somebody needs to feel it. It needs to almost ooze out of you, yeah. right? It needs. Yeah. You need to create these ripples. And if you're in your own mind worrying about what you should and shouldn't do and what's right and what's not right, you've, you've got to feel it. It has to come from within. Yeah. Just like safety and inclusivity. It, it's not something you can just talk about. It, it's yeah. something you have to live and breathe yeah. and be in your, it has to be your heart song. Yeah, yeah. And culture really is my heart song. Yeah. You know, I love You like
0: wake it. up in the morning. I do. That's, I and you want to make a positive culture that works.
1: Yes. I want to be a part of it and I want to help foster that feeling of safety.
0: Yeah. I'm going to ask you one last question. All right, I'm ready. And uh, talk to me about this concept uh, w- within our company and how it works. As we transform ourselves, we then transform others. Yes. Now, that's a... That's a kind of a that's kind of a cornerstone.
1: It is. Yeah. It's a cornerstone yeah. of our outreach committee. Yes. The B C N C by Change Not Chance yes. Committee. Yeah. Which I have had the privilege of being a part of the last two years and rolling into a third year and it and is And you're chair
0: of that, by the way, and I am so yeah. proud of you. This has been something that you needed to be.
1: It's honestly it's it, developed my passion. It has. I didn't it really know it has.
0: Was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It helped you and um I found it. Yeah.
1: And I, I'm grateful for you for bringing me in, you know, in year one. Right. When we were just looking out saying, what can we do? What
0: can we do, you know? Kind of
1: scratching our heads and, like monkeys.
0: Um, so I guess you could say maybe I helped I transform. And I wouldn't say, that's kind of uppity saying this. I transformed you, but the whole process transformed you. And now you're pouring it into others. You're, I am you're, trying. You're transferring you're transforming others.
1: Yes, because when we sat down three years ago, we you know, we modeled it after a program that a major Fortune five hundred company yeah. was doing. Oh yeah. Called the yeah. T Factor yeah. and the Transformation Factor, and they yeah. talked about to really impact people outside the organization, we have to help those with inside our organization. Yeah. 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 And PRC, we we jumped onto that and we said, Yes this is the catalyst we needed to create the change and from that have been countless service hours you know thousands of dollars raised for charities you know employees are becoming better citizens within their community because they're finding that fire in themselves to be servants because it really is in serving others that we become the best version of ourselves yeah you know, I have watched the president of our organization serve alongside one of the newest, you know, collectors in our organization to the homeless. Yeah. And in that moment, the, res- the care recipient, the person in that shelter, didn't know who was who, and it didn't matter. It
0: didn't matter. Because no. they both
1: had the same servant heart. Yeah, yeah. And what a beautiful opportunity that is. Exactly. To level the playing field and just be servants. Because, you know, when both of those people went home that night— they were thankful, and they were more blessed for it. Yeah, yeah. Because truly, in serving, they were the ones transformed. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. the person who was yeah. getting dinner that night. Not the person who was shaking hands with people right. from a company that was coming to serve them dinner. Right. It was our employees.
2: Yeah.
0: And it, they could tell we loved each other. Yes. You know? You know,
1: we're goofing, we're laughing, we're taking pictures, we're on our PRC shirts, we're having yeah. a great time. Yeah, And we're showing the community what a great place it can be yeah. because I think often we get mucked up, especially in the collection space, about the the ideas and the, you know, the stereotypes. Yeah. Same with healthcare providers. I feel like, oh, she's in patient finance or, yeah. oh, oh yeah. She, you know, she's the financial advisor. She's the social worker. You know, we've got to get outside that mindset of the titles because at the end of the day, we're all servants of one another. Yeah, yeah. And that's the way it should be, and that creates the best culture, Yeah, is having that heart song.
0: Yeah, yeah. You have blessed me today. Maybe we should have the old altar call, but (laughs) no, I'm kidding about that. But, you know, we want this podcast to encourage you. Yes. And a uh, good friend of mine, competitor, matter of fact, said to me, John, you are an encourager
1: you are
0: I thought no I'm not and then that was a that was hey that was a defining moment
1: yes whenever you're 16 yeah yeah
0: and so I am making a list of things I will do to to make that happen in other ways I can encourage thank you again thank for you. being a great team member yes. and for coming here to to record this. You are a blessing to me and you're in blessing more to the people of our company.
1: Thank you, John. They are my blessing.
0: Thanks for joining us today for the patient experience. Please help us out by sharing our show with a healthcare professional in your life or by leaving us a review on iTunes or your preferred podcast platform.